Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton. Book 6, lines 680 through 912. God the Father addresses his Son. Effulgence of my glory, Son beloved, Son, in whose face invisible is beheld visibly what by deity I am, and in whose hand what by decree I do. Second omnipotence. Two days are past. Two days, as we compute the days of heaven, since Michael and his powers went forth to tame these disobedient. Sore hath been their fight, as likeliest was when two such foes met armed. For to themselves I left them, and thou knowest, equal in their creation they were formed, save what sin hath impaired, which yet hath wrought insensibly, for I suspend their doom. Whence in perpetual fight they needs must last endless, and no solution will be found. War wearied hath performed what war can do, and to disordered rage let loose the reins with mountains, as with weapons armed, which makes wild work in heaven, and dangerous to the main. Two days are therefore past. The third is thine, for thee I have ordained it, and thus far have suffered, that the glory may be thine of ending this great war, since none but thou can end it. Into thee such virtue and grace immense I have transfused, that all may know in heaven and hell thy power above compare. And this perverse commotion governed thus, to manifest thee worthiest to be heir of all things, to be heir, and to be king by sacred unction, thy deserved right. Go then, thou mightiest, in thy father's might. Ascend my chariot, guide the rapid wheels that shake heaven's basis, bring forth all my war. My bow and thunder, my almighty arms gird on, and soared upon thy puissant thigh. Pursue these sons of darkness, drive them out from all heaven's bounds into the utter deep. There let them learn, as likes them, to despise God, and Messiah is anointed king. He said, and on his son with rays direct shone full. He all his father full expressed ineffably into his face received. And thus the filial Godhead answering spake, O Father, O Supreme of heavenly thrones, first, highest, holiest, best, thou always seeks to glorify thy Son, I always thee, as is most just. This I my glory account, my exaltation, and my whole delight that thou, in me well pleased, declarest thy will fulfilled, which to fulfill is all my bliss. Scepter and power thy giving I assume, and gladlier shall resign, when in the end thou shalt be all in all, and I in thee forever, and in me all whom thou lovest. But whom thou hatest, I hate, and can put on thy terrors, as I put thy mildness on, image of thee in all things, and shall soon, armed with thy might, rid heaven of these rebels, to their prepared ill mansion driven down, to chains of darkness, and the undying worm, 
that from thy just obedience could revolt, whom to obey is happiness entire. Then shall thy saints unmixed, and from the impure far separate, circling thy holy mount, unfeigned hallelujahs to thee sing, hymns of high praise, and I among them chief. So said he, o'er his scepter bowing, rose from the right hand of glory where he sat, and the third sacred morn began to shine, dawning through heaven. Forth rushed with whirlwind sound the chariot of paternal deity, flashing thick flames, wheel within wheel undrawn, itself instinct with spirit, but convoyed by four cherubic shapes, four faces each had wondrous, as with stars their bodies all, and wings were set with eyes, with eyes the wheels of barrel, and careering fires between. Over their heads a crystal firmament, whereon a sapphire throne, inlaid with pure amber and colors of the showery arch. He, in celestial panoply all armed of radiant urim, work divinely wrought, ascended. At his right hand victory sat eagle-winged, beside him hung his bow and quiver, with three-bolted thunder stored, and from about him fierce effusion rolled, of smoke and bickering flame, and sparkles dire. Attended with ten thousand thousand saints, he onward came. Far off his coming shone, and twenty thousand, I their number heard, chariots of God, half on each hand, were seen. He on the wings of cherub rode sublime on the crystalline sky, in sapphire throned, illustrious far and wide, but by his own first seen. Them unexpected joy surprised when the great ensign of Messiah blazed aloft by angels born his sign in heaven, under whose conduct Michael soon reduced his army, circumfused on either wing, under their head embodied all in one. Before him, power divine his way prepared. At his command, the uprooted hills retired, each to his place. They heard his voice and went obsequious. Heaven his wonted face renewed, and with fresh flowerets hill and valley smiled. This saw his hapless foes, but stood obdured, and to rebellious fight rallied their powers, insensate, hope conceiving from despair. In heavenly spirits could such perverseness dwell? But to convince the proud, what signs avail or wonders move the obdurate to relent? They, hardened more by what might most reclaim, grieving to see his glory, at the sight took envy, and aspiring to his height, stood re-embattled fierce, by force or fraud, weaning to prosper, and at length prevail against God and Messiah, or to fall in universal ruin last. And now to final battle drew, disdaining flight, or faint retreat, when the great Son of God to all his host on either hand thus spake. Stand still in bright array, ye saints. Here stand, ye angels armed, this day from battle rest. Faithful hath been your warfare, and of God accepted, fearless in his righteous cause. And as ye have received, so have ye done, invincibly. 
but of this cursed crew the punishment to other hand belongs. Vengeance is his, or whose he soul appoints. Number to this day's work is not ordained, nor multitude. Stand only, and behold God's indignation on these godless poured by me. Not you, but me, they have despised, yet envied. Against me is all their rage, because the Father, to whom in heaven's supreme kingdom and power and glory appertains, hath honored me according to his will. Therefore to me their doom he hath assigned, that they may have their wish, to try with me in battle which the stronger proves. They all, or I alone, against them, since by strength they measure all, of other excellence not emulous, nor care who them excels, nor other strife with them do I vouchsafe. So spake the son and into terror changed his countenance too severe to be beheld, and full of wrath bent on his enemies. At once the four spread out their starry wings with dreadful shade contiguous, and the orbs of his fierce chariot rolled, as with the sound of torrent floods, or of a numerous host. He on his impious foes right onward drove, gloomy as night. Under his burning wheels the steadfast Empyrean shook throughout, all but the throne itself of God. Full soon among them he arrived, in his right hand grasping ten thousand thunders, which he sent before him, such as in their souls in fixed plagues. They, astonished, all resistance lost, all courage, down their idle weapons dropped. Or shields and helms, and helmed heads he rode of thrones, and mighty seraphim prostrate, that wished the mountains now might be again thrown on them, as a shelter from his ire. Nor less on either side tempestuous fell his arrows, from the fourfold visaged four distinct with eyes, and from the living wheels distinct alike with multitude of eyes. One spirit in them ruled, and every eye glared lightning and shot forth pernicious fire among the accursed, that withered all their strength, and of their wanted vigor left them drained, exhausted, spiritless, afflicted, fallen. Yet half his strength he put not forth, but checked his thunder in mid-volley, for he meant not to destroy, but root them out of heaven. The overthrown he raised, and as a herd of goats or timorous flock together thronged, drove them before him thunderstruck, pursued with terrors and with furies to the bounds and crystal wall of heaven, which, opening wide, rolled inward, and a spacious gap disclosed into the wasteful deep. The monstrous sight struck them with horror backward, but far worse urged them behind. Headlong themselves they threw down from the verge of heaven. Eternal wrath burnt after them to the bottomless pit. Hell heard the unsufferable noise. Hell saw heaven ruining from heaven, and would have fled affrighted. But strict fate had cast too deep her dark foundations, and too fast had bound. Nine days they fell. Confounded chaos roared, and felt tenfold confusion in their fall through his wild anarchy. So huge a rout encumbered him with ruin. Hell at last yawning received them whole, and on them closed. Hell, their fit habitation, 
fraught with fire unquenchable, the house of woe and pain. Disburdened, heaven rejoiced, and soon repaired her mural breach, returning whence it rolled. Sole victor, from the expulsion of his foes, Messiah had triumphal chariot turned to meet him all his saints, who silent stood eyewitness of his almighty acts, with jubilee advanced. And, as they went, shaded with branching palm, each order bright sung triumph, and him sung victorious king, son, heir, and lord, to him dominion given, worthiest to reign. He, celebrated, rode triumphant through mid-heaven into the courts and temple of his mighty father throned on high, who into glory him received, where now he sits at the right hand of bliss. Thus measuring things in heaven by things on earth, at thy request, and that thou mayest beware by what is past, to thee I have revealed what might have else to human race been hid. The discord which befell, and war in heaven among the angelic powers, and the deep fall of those too high aspiring, who rebelled with Satan. He who envies now thy state, who now is plotting how he may seduce thee also from obedience, that with him bereaved of happiness, thou mayest partake his punishment, eternal misery, which would be all his solace and revenge, as a despite done against the Most High, thee once to gain companion of his woe. But listen not to his temptations. Warn thy weaker. Let it profit thee to have heard, by terrible example, the reward of disobedience. Firm they might have stood, yet fell. Remember, and fear to transgress. Tis the gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, t'will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come round right. <laughs>